the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. (laughs) Well, this is interesting, but not unexpected. Hey, welcome to Bob Bernie Live. It is the 4 o'clock hour. Here's my telephone number. 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. What am I talking about? Well, uh, if you have not heard, if you've not been listening to any news, uh, now about an hour and a half ago, the Supreme Court handed down their decision concerning the Biden administration vaccine mandate, and they ruled uh uh-uh. nope, can't do it. It's unconstitutional. You cannot mandate vaccines on a federal level for employers that employ a hundred or more people. So how did the president respond? Well, he said he was disappointed and thinks that companies should just Ignore the Supreme Court and mandate the vaccines anyway. Excuse me? The uh, Supreme Court just said it's unconstitutional. And the President of the United States is still encouraging companies to ignore the Supreme Court. If you were listening in the previous segment, I I just suggested... Possibly we are observing the most lawless administration in recent American history. Who cares about the Supreme Court? Who cares about federal courts? Uh, Anyway, so it doesn't doesn't surprise me. It really doesn't. Uh, Speaking of the president, the polling is not... Good at all. The uh, latest polls that have come out indicate that President Joe Biden has the lowest poll ratings in recent history. You mean lower than Donald Trump? Uh, Yeah. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Now, what I found interesting, I came across a fact check from USA Today, that was technically correct. But I just wonder if they will reissue a statement. What what am I talking about? Back in September, uh, on a lot of conservative news sites, it was being reported that Joe Biden, in fact, let me quote from a conservative news site back in September. Quote, Joe Biden's approval falls to 39% worse than Trump's approval error. Well, a lot of conservative sites uh, reposted that. 
republished it and repeated it over and over again. Now, I remember, I have a terrible memory, but I do remember that I saw those things and I did a little bit of checking myself and found out, no, Biden's approval ratings were really bad, but they were not worse than the lowest part of Trump. So I didn't report it. But a whole lot of conservative sources did. Well, the mainstream media is continually trying to pump up Joe Biden. Unlike Donald Trump, you remember that more than 90% of all of the news coverage of Donald Trump was negative. The overwhelming majority of news coverage for Joe Biden is positive. So anyway, USA Today felt that they needed to come to Joe Biden's defense. So they did a fact check. And I'm looking at the article right now from September. Fact check. Biden's approval rating is higher than Trump's term low. Quote, after the chaotic U.S. withdrawal from Afghanistan in August, President Joe Biden's approval ratings took a hit. But some online conservative posts exaggerate the depth of the drop. On September uh, September 12th, we read, Joe Biden's approval falls to 39% worse than Trump's approval ever. The Post did not indicate which poll it's referring to. So USA Today went four pages, four pages to defend Joe Biden. They could have just said, uh, no, here are the actual polls, and no, Biden's uh, ratings have dropped, but no, not lower than Trump. They could have done that in one page. Instead, they spent four pages. Quote, USA Today reached out to several social media users who shared the claim for comment. Experts say approval ratings should be calculated by looking at an average between polls, not a single poll. So if you read through the four pages, you find out that there were some polls that had Joe Biden at 39%, but not all of them. And so USA Today says, well, you can't cherry-pick polls. Quote, On the day the claim was made, the polling average for Biden's approval rating was 45.2. It wasn't 39, it was 45.2. Then they quote Barry Burden, director of the Elections Research Center and professor of political sciences at the University of Wisconsin-Madison. And he said, quote, The best practice is to look at multiple polls and not to fixate on an individual poll which can be cherry-picked to make inaccurate arguments. So the whole point of the uh, this fact check with USA Today, all four pages is, you can't believe those conservative sites. You can't believe it. Uh, then they say other polls back that up. For example, a seven, uh, September uh, 1st to 17th Gallup poll put Biden's approval rating at 43%. Quinnipiac put Biden's approval rating at uh, 42%. Despite the recent decline in Biden's approval, Trump's ratings were lower during his time in office. And I quote, Biden's approval rating has clearly taken a turn for the worse in the past several weeks, but he is still faring better than Trump, 
at this point in their presidencies. Trump had one of the lowest and steadiest approval ratings of any modern president. So concludes USA Today. Well, they didn't conclude. They concluded with this. They gave a bunch of polls about Trump, and then they say this. The lowest point of Donald Trump's term came on December 16th, 2017, with an approval rate of 36.4%. Remember that number. So back in September, USA Today, four pages. Those conservatives are crazy. They're wrong. Donald Trump's ratings were much lower than Joe Biden's because he, Donald Trump, reached a low of 36.4%. I hold in my hand the latest poll from Quinnipiac, one of the more respected pollsters, and Joe Biden's approval rating as of today is 33%. So according to USA Today, checking all the polls, all the averages of all the polls, all of the uh, uh, official polls, the lowest approval rating for Donald Trump was 36.4%. Today, Joe Biden is at 33%. So, yes, at the very, very lowest point of Donald Trump's presidency, his approval rating, 36.4%. Joe Biden, 33%. You ready for this? According to Quinnipiac, the last seven polls that they did of presidential approval, here are the last seven polls of Quinnipiac for Joe Biden's approval rating. Here they are. 49 percent, 46 President Biden's approval rating has been declining every single poll for months. Now, is 33% the bottom, the basement? Well, we don't know. But it is verified, true, that even the worst poll ever for Donald Trump was higher than Joe Biden. Um, Shocked? Not really. Not really. All right, we'll be back. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. And welcome again to Bob Bernie Live. Thank you for joining me. Uh, How about a little good news concerning COVID? When was the last time you, you got some 
good news from about COVID. Uh, listen to this. The Centers for Disease Control just today released a new study that indicates that the Omicron, or Omicron, however you want to pronounce it, the Omicron variant is 91% less likely to cause death than the Delta strain, which was the uh, previous variant. 91%. So in other words, people that are infected with the Omicron variant, we know that it's incredibly, incredibly contagious. However, if you get it, 91% less likely to die. The clinical study was conducted by Kaiser Permanente, Southern California. Uh, they operate 138 medical offices, 13 medical centers, etc., 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 etc. They analyzed thousands of Omicron cases and contrasted that with Delta cases. And uh, they released that again just today. Someone who gets COVID with the Omicron, and by the way, uh, the numbers are all over there, are all over, but most of the experts say that over 90% of all of the COVID cases today are Omicron, 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 whatever. Uh, So 90%. Are Omicron, and if you get it, 91% less likely to die. Uh, and then, and I think that's good news, and I wanted to report it to you. And then there's this. Uh, hey, folks, listen, I'm not always right. I don't know that I'm even usually right, but every once in a while I'm right. And if, if you are a regular listener, you have heard me say dozens and dozens of times since the very beginning of this pandemic, I've said it over and over and over again, the number of cases is probably the least important thing to look at. I've said that over and over again. And I'm, hey, I'm not an expert, but i got a little bit of common sense. The number of cases is probably the least important thing to be concerned about. And yet, what has the news media, Dr. Fauci, and all of the experts emphasized? The number of cases, number of cases, number of cases, number of cases. Uh, Every night, most of our local news reports number of cases. I mean, we've we've been doing this for two years. And yet every night, here's the number of cases, number of cases, number of cases, number of cases. Here's an Associated Press story from today. Headline, Why Omicron is Changing How Media Outlets Report on COVID Data. For two years, coronavirus coronavirus case counts and hospitalizations have been widely used barometers of the pandemic's march across the world. But... The Omicron wave is making a mess of the usual statistics, forcing news organizations to rethink the way they report such figures. 
Catherine Wu, staff writer who covers COVID-19 for The Atlantic, said, It's just a data disaster. The number of case counts soared over the holidays and expected development given the emergence of a variant more transmissible than its predecessors. Yet, these counts only reflect what is reported by health authorities and so on and so forth. For that reason... And again, I'm quoting. For that reason, the Associated Press has recently told its editors and reporters to avoid emphasizing case counts. That means, for example, no more stories focused solely on a particular country or state setting a one-day record for a number of cases because that claim has become un. Reliable. And then the article goes on. This is an Associated Press article. It goes on and says CNN, NBC, MSNBC, The Washington Post, uh, The New York Times are all following this lead saying, oh, maybe the number of cases isn't the most important thing we should be talking about. It took two years for the media to come around to, you know what? Maybe all this fear, anxiety, hysteria that we have been creating by day after day after day, the number of cases, number of cases, number of cases, eh, maybe maybe that's not so wise. Mm. Um, and then, as we go into the break, this story. Omicron headed for a rapid drop in the U.S. and Great Britain. The experts, now again, they are often, sometimes usually wrong, are saying this Omicron thing has peaked and we should start seeing a rapid decline soon. Yeah, uh, there's actually good news about COVID. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com. <laughs> 